Hello everyone, this is Queen and welcome to Queen's Talk Pad. Alright, so how are you guys? How did you spend your day today? I hope you're all doing great. Okay, but before I proceed, I would like to say thank you so much for being here again today and listen to me and join me for another day of a conversation, random conversation, my mumbling time. Thank you so much for joining me today and I really appreciate that you took the time to be here with me. I really appreciate you guys and I can't thank you enough for the support that you have given me. So you are truly a blessing to me and I really hope that you're enjoying. (laughs) Okay, so let's start our mumbling. Okay guys, as promised, um, last uh, the first Q&A episode, um, Shrey asked me if I went through depression. And on that um, episode, I mentioned that I'm going to create another episode discussing or elaborating more about the depression phase of my life. Okay, but just a disclaimer guys before i'm going to start i will have to define first what is depression and what it is on my like my side or my story about it and like i'm going to explain it or like share it with you okay so first is um depression according to american psychiatric association it is a feeling of sadness and or a loss of interest in activity once enjoyed it can lead to a variety of emotion and physical problems and can decrease a person's ability to function at work and at home there are depression symptoms and these symptoms must be present at least two weeks before a medical doctor um, can make a diagnosis that you have a condition called depression or before a doctor can confirm it through medical assessment and these symptoms are feeling sad depressed mood loss of interest or pleasure in activities then changes in appetite there so in this changes of appetite there is a weight loss or weight gain without even doing some um diets uh yeah so you will have a change in your appetite and then there is also an increase in purposeless physical activity such as hand wringing 
or pacing movement and also other people will notice that there is a slow movement and slow speech so other people will notice it that there you have this slow movements on your on uh they will notice that on you and then feeling worthless or guilt and there is also difficulty of thinking concentrating or making decision and the last one is thoughts of death or suicide and another there are also other medical conditions which can mimic depression symptoms and this medical example of this medical condition is thyroid problems brain tumor or vitamin deficiency so this condition can mimic the depression symptoms so that is why a medical doctor need to diag- uh, make an assessment first uh, before uh, making a diagnosis that you have this condition I can say that maybe I am in the greatest sadness and I can also say it was the dark night of my soul okay and it is a point in my life where I was stuck in greatest sorrow and fear after losing people in my life and I was stuck in feeling like a failure feeling stuck in a trap or a cage i didn't feel any that i didn't feel that i had a freedom it was like i just wanted to be free i am free but i am stuck within and i am not even aware about it you know it's like i am unconscious in my own reality meaning um in my own truth and i don't have enough strength at that time to get out because first is i am not consciously aware about my self i am not conscious of who i am as a person I am not conscious of my own issues and I am not conscious with my own problems and how am I going to fix it. It is like I am in a deep sleep. Like it is maybe if I'm going to look back um maybe at that time all I have to do is ask questions ask questions and seek answers and find solution in my problem but at that time i am like in a coma coma of my truth of myself so and it started right after my graduation 
because you know when we are a kid and when we are growing up our parents or everyone in our uh in our life are saying that oh you have to go to school you get good grades and then after that after that you have to graduate get a good job so it is a pattern we are already programmed to follow that footstep to follow that pathway of how life should be uh, how life should be lived according to the people around us and because of that um my mom uh, is working in another country so with me i have already programmed my mind to have that one like graduate and after graduate get a good job and then you know go to other country and i didn't anticipate the struggles and how difficult it is to achieve something or to establish your career you know so before my graduation like a month before my graduation i feel so happy because my college years when i am studying my four years in nursing it was honestly a struggle for me i mean in my mind i know that i have to study nursing so that i could get a good job and i could work in another country and to get a better salary that is like you know the mindset and why i took up nursing and i could still remember when i had my interview before uh what during my entrance in college the interviewer asked me why do you want to take up nursing so i answer because i want to earn dollars because we know na because like you know obviously we all know that earning dollars or earning euros or other currency it's really a big amount and reality speaking it is like you know we have to earn something so that we can be successful that is the mindset if you are earning a decent amount of salary then that is already a success and during that interview that's what that's what i answered so i want to earn dollars and the interviewer wasn't really surprised because i think most of the students during that time are the same mindset like earn 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 but she told me that you know before you could earn an amount that you want you have to understand what you are uh, about to enter what is a nursing what is nursing field and like you know what is the nature of the work so i said i was so you know i was so full of myself and i said yeah i know like i am confident enough that i know when in fact i don't know anything at all it was like you know i i, I just know it in my head but in reality i don't even know what is the reality at that time so 
to cut this story short i got in and then my four years in nursing was a struggle like <laughs> my nursing journey was a bittersweet one and each year i feel like i am drowning My four years in nursing was um, a struggle. I will ad- I will admit that it was really a struggle for me, and I tried to cope up. I tried to cope up because I care about my mom, and I don't want her hardship will be wasted because of you know if I will neglect my studies and if I'm going to think otherwise so i tried i tried to um cope up and i am thankful because on the other hand although i am struggling i i have learned a lot i learned to have discipline in myself while i'm studying in nursing and because of those nursing process i am able to organize myself like i practice to be organized with my schedules and how to prioritize things in life but then although you learn those things um reality the reality of life you i wasn't really prepared about it so i was expecting that after my graduation finally i will relax uh, finally i will take a break and you know but then what i didn't know was well, like what i didn't anticipate was right after my graduation i have to like study take a review classes so that i will like you know have my because i'm going to have my nursing licensure exam so i have to take the review classes for that and i wasn't really prepared or i am not mentally prepared that that will be the scenario right after my graduation because i was expecting that it would be like for a long month I will just take a break, you know. But then, life goes on, as they say. So, yeah, I took the review classes. But, like, at that time, I will say that I am not really thinking maturely. Because during the review classes, I didn't really took it seriously. Because in my head, Oh, I know those things already. I know those lessons already. So I, if I will go to the review classes, then it's just like you know, I'm just trying to refresh it. But yeah, I there were information that I was trying to refresh, but my heart is not in line to be on that class. So in short, I am not happy. Like I was just forced to go there because i need to like you know like 
as if I didn't have a choice. Actually, I had a choice, but at that time, I only think that that was my only choice to take the review classes. So, I was so confident enough, na, like I was so confident enough that I will pass the licensure exam, and like in because I have this thinking before that if I pass my nursing subjects in college, then this licensure exam is not a different thing. So, I didn't really prepare myself about it. Like, you know, just I took it lightly. And when the result came, I was confident that I passed. But then, sad to say, I didn't. So... I feel really bad about it like when my dad I when I saw the disappointment in my dad's eyes I feel like oh my god I feel that at some point in my life I feel like I am a greatest disappointment and I didn't really you know I didn't I tried to put it at the back of my head and sweep it under the rug just to cover up the pain that I felt because I don't want to admit it so I try to brush it off but the tensions that I have in college and this another tension of failing adds add added up to the layers of you know um layers in my pending burn burnout and pending tensions that i had in college so like when reality hits after failing my licensure exam that's where it all started like the stress from four years was frustrations and disappointments i have been self like i have been suppressing all of that and building layers after layers of you know f- those kind of feeling of failing frustrations um and there there was a shame and guilt i felt that i'm not good enough so on this at this time my self confident my self confidence started to decrease you know it started to get low but i tried to you know put that face up just to cover up my shame and guilt and and in fact if i'm going to look at look back right now i had my shortcomings i had my shortcomings in preparation for that exam i didn't really prepare that much like i took it lightly so overconfidence sometimes is not good um and also i didn't anticipate the idea of failure because you know i'm too proud <laughs> and it's not a good characteristic though you know so like I had a mindset. I would say that I had a mindset of a fool because I was so immature back then. 
and you know um because of of that mindset i won't read or go through my notes because i know it all you know i know it so why do i have to so i'm full of full in my ego so when i failed i was on denial i didn't know how to take responsibility of my actions so after that my parents asked me to take again so actually when my parents told me to take again in my heart i wanted to say no but because they are the one to who is giving me money and you know they are financially providing me things i don't have the guts to say no because i feel like i'd ha- i have no right at all because you know they are financially providing me everything and if i say no it's like i don't have a right at all you know you you know you get what i mean and you know uh i just can't say no and i think it's also a nature human nature that we have that when we are receiving something from someone like if they're providing something for us because we are not independent on our own yet so we have that tendency that we cannot really make a stand you know because uh like you know what i mean like uh we don't have the guts because we cannot stand on our own yet because they are still providing things for us my parents is st- are still providing things for me so yeah i i and although it is not a good thing because <laughs> i said no and they are providing it to me like they are still like you know financial financially uh providing and paying the review classes but in my heart i don't want to take it like but i wasted the, that money though like but i have no courage to say no at that time it's like i feel like it's like double jeopardy on on that scenario because in myself i feel bad and at the same time i'm wasting my parents money for that review that i am not into it you know so yeah i kept all those unspoken pain and i kept those things because i cannot i cannot blurt it out to my parents that i don't want this you know i mean i i i feel like uh i feel like at that time that i am if i'm going to say something if i am going to be honest with how, of how i feel it would be like it would sound like i am ungrateful child like you know so i avoided it and you <laughs> and like i said i wasted it i wasted my time i wasted my myself like you know i put myself in the sadness because i wasn't being true to myself 
if ever I was true to myself at that time, then I would have saved my time and my parents' money. But anyways, I've learned. But yeah, the process was really hard. So layer after layer, my heart was filled of unspoken pain, unspoken sadness, and unspoken shame. And I have kept that guilt in my heart. And I don't even know how to release everything because nobody guided me. Or it's like, I feel like it's not normal to vent out your emotions. It's like, at that time, I feel like it will be a burden and I don't want to bother anybody about my what I feel. So I try to deny it. I ignore it. And I put on a mask. Um, a mask. What, mask everything. Like I have to fake my smile. <laughs> I have to fake my laughter. This is the time that I started to pretend because of the shame and guilt that i experience and i feel that failing in that exam made me feel less as a person i feel like i am stupid (laughs) person and you know when you fail and people know about it it's like i feel bad i feel bad when they talk about me failing and sometimes those people would make it sound like a joke but their joke hits hard in your heart and even if you will say that oh that's painful and like uh, you can you cannot admit it like you can i don't have the courage to confront a person and tell them that hey your joke is painful to me like i didn't have the courage to say that because i feel ashamed so if i feel i and i have no strength to fight fight it or like you know so i just pretend they i laugh at their joke on the when they joke about me so i laugh i pretend to laugh I convince myself that oh I am a joke so that uh, that way I that's my coping mechanism at this at that time so because of how I feel I feel down frustrations and everything and I feel like I am not a good person I feel like a crap who I am as a person I feel like I am nothing. So I created um as an escape. You know. So basically in my lonely that was my lonely time and because of the shame and all all of those different kind of emotions that i feel and i can't even 
I can't I don't even know those emotions like how to how to uh, address those emotions so what I did was I created an alter ego and I named her Z I created her to escape my ugly ugly truth you know um whenever i am lonely and whenever i am alone i became i put on that alter ego um and sometimes when i when i go out i put on that alter ego just to protect just to mask what i currently feel just to it is also like i am also lying to myself that way you know because i am trying to avoid the reality that i have because it's too much for me to bear it's too much for me to handle that's why i have to create that alter ego and uh i hide i hide who is queen i hide queen in front of everybody so like nobody knows who is the real queen and and even to myself if i'm going to ask that question who am i i cannot uh, give a direct answer at that time the only answer that i could give probably is the memorized script of who i am my name my address my age but that's it that is how i describe myself but i don't but i didn't know how to describe myself as an artist like you know if i will say well if i'm going to ask myself who am i then right now right now then i can answer that i am queen i am a creative person i have a heart who is like genuine to when i care like those stuff i can answer that now but at that time i have no idea who i am and i am embarrassed of who is queen at that time so the process of my my greatest like those emotional roller coaster is it it has really an effect in me both mental physical and spiritual the effect of that is i stop uh i stop uh trusting god i stop believing in god and there's doubt <laughs> doubt in god and doubt on everything and like i and also because of the stress that i felt that time and because of my heart is lonely and empty i try to divert my attention and my sadness through eating like out of nowhere i would invite people and just give them treat because giving them treat makes me feel better or there are times that i would bring my brother to a restaurant like you know just to eat there and talk with them that's my way of like you know coping and i like 
and I feel happy whenever I does that I do that and also physically I I gain weight and during this time I was experimental I I was experimental of myself I I even tried to drink I drink alcohol and I tried how it feels like to be drunk I want to feel that vibe but I want to because people are saying that if you drink you will forget about your problem but and I want to experience that one so I tried I drink different kinds of alcohol I tried I tried it and I really want to get drunk because I thought that it I could find answers when I when I get drunk and I feel like it will make my life better so I wait I gain weight and <laughs> and because of that I don't like to look myself I, I don't like to look at myself in the mirror so yeah uh, like I am at the rock bottom of my life so everything is ugly my face is ugly my body is ugly my life is ugly my career is ugly so nothing is happening to me and this all started from 2010 to 20 up to 2016 you know i have this roller coaster of emotion and it wasn't easy i would say and when i was in my greatest sadness no one knew about it they thought that i am just you know lazy lazy girl and just wanted to sleep but the truth is i want to keep sleeping because i want to forget i want to fast forward my life through sleeping because i feel like i'm worthless i feel like my nothing is happening in my day and the more i hear people calling me lazy and no plan in life makes me feel more disappointed makes me feel more depressed so i i keep on sleeping i keep avoiding my problem through that so i did that so i won't feel the pain because when i sleep i just sleep i cannot feel the pain but and i don't have to face it and this thing this um situation keep go it goes for years it goes on for years and it was like i am running in circles i am running in a loop that i couldn't even find how to escape from there so when i am in front of others i put on a mask i pretend to be strong i never reveal that i was broken inside i never reveal that i was so sad inside only me knew about the truth behind everything so behind the room of my door the truth and the reality of queen is hiding there when i am alone and i feel that emotion again coming back the anxiety it's like i i would end up crying and i couldn't even understand why i am crying because i i don't know where those emotions come from 
and I wanted to talk to friends like you know I wanted to ask help to friends just to talk how I feel and maybe because I was thinking that maybe if I'm going to share about it then they will help me or they will try they will understand it and help me to understand my own feelings but then when I needed my friends those you know quote and quote friends (laughs) like I thought that I really thought that they are friends you know Um, but during that time I messaged them and I was so desperate like desperate and scared and I messaged them all of them those people on my contact list I messaged all of them but unfortunately no one replies you know and getting the rep- replies from them while you are in while you are anxious when when your mind is a mess and confused and you feel scared you 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 feel more um more you feel the fear more and it 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 is um becoming intense and you know i would end up like I would end up falling asleep while I have those emotions but because probably I was so tired already and suddenly my body will shut off and automatically I fall asleep because of that so yeah so no friends no friends reply to that message and and it made me hate god i i I really hated that i I hated god at that time i felt so alone and i blame god i blame god for doing that to me i feel like he is punishing me for the mistakes that i did but i i don't even know what mistakes what are my mistakes at that time so yeah i was so angry at god i hate everyone i blame everyone around me and i felt so alone and i have to cry silently i have to cry silently so that my family will not worry about me i have to hide my tears i have to pretend that i am okay because i don't want them to worry about me it's like no one really know this greatest sadness that i felt except me during this time i am broken piece by piece and slowly i am being shattered from within i don't have the courage to face it and i don't and I can't identify my own emotions. And I can't figure it out what triggers these emotions. So all I want is to escape. Escape from these emotions. Escape from whatever it is that I am facing that I don't even know what. I feel so lost and 
I have never felt so lost in my life at that time. Like, I just have no words if there is a lowest of the low, then that is the point of my life. It's scary. Like, I will say it's scary. Like, I have to lie to myself constantly just to cope up with the pressure every day i have to lie that everything is okay that nothing is wrong but in fact there is something is wrong when you feel the fear in in your eyes and you can't even identify where or what it is the triggering factor you don't know what is the triggering factor of that then you feel lost and at that time i want to figure it out but i don't know how i don't know how to figure it out i don't have anybody to talk to or to ask these questions that i have so i have to deal with it alone i really want to open up to my parents like uh, i want to tell them the truth what is really inside my heart like open my heart to them but my fear is holding me back because they may not understand me i it's not as if that i don't trust my parents but you know it's just the fear is stronger and they may not i feel like in my head i feel like they may not accept me or accept whatever decision or thoughts I might end up with. So I am I was scared that they won't accept me. So and one can say that they are my parents, so anything I can talk to them because they can accept me. Yeah, I agree and that's true. But when you are in that state of mind when you are going through that process you can't think of that because there is fear and your mindset and my mindset is like i have negative imagination of how my parents would react at that time and my fear is just too strong to overpower my own will when i didn't respond when i didn't get a response from my friends uh, when i have no one even if i'm surrounded with family members um the greatest sadness took me over like (laughs) it's like i am trapped in that wormhole I was alone and empty while being surrounded, you know, a bunch of people. It's like, there. I am surrounded with people, but still I feel empty. So it feels painful and it triggers anger and self-pity when your heart is so sad and and pain because you that because you hear the comments of people you hear what are they they are saying about you and it it 
hurts you and their judgment their judgment about me like it, it goes to my heart and when they give me advice as if as if i have done something wrong like the way they gave gave me an advice is like they they think that they know everything about me like but <laughs> yeah i i know that they're just trying to you know um giving me advice to give me perspective but at that time i their judgment is just making me feel more disappointed about myself so i didn't really take it lightly and those judgment that they have just added insult to the injury and maybe let's say maybe the intention is good but still it hurts that's why it's hard to open up because of this because i am scared of the judgment of everyone um it's how so how did i manage i managed through crying (laughs) i would cry every night and there are nights that i will wake up in the middle of the night scared anxious and you know i feel scared but i don't know i don't know why i am feeling that then the next day i will wake up normal in front of everyone smiling laughing like like a normal person then it was like i am at the bottom almost like just a pinch maybe of giving up it's like i was just saying that i just wanted someone just someone someone to you know understand understand just that and then that someone came and that answer was given to me and when i met this person when i met this person i have i i have bombarded this person with a lot of questions questions about life questions about myself questions about random things about everything in the world and i am just thankful and i really appreciate it that this person gives is patient with giving me answers even if the questions are nonsense you know i am uh, i appreciate it because the more that this person is giving me answers my my anxiety i come down from that like uh there is a sign of of relief in each questions that is being answered by this question uh, by this person because the answers were giving me a different perspective it it's like the answer of this person is giving me a new light on how to look at things and it's like it's like a, a breath of fresh air actually somehow i feel at peace a bit 
but the only problem was i wasn't really honest to this person because first i still have those fear i am still scared and i still feel that i i am not good enough like i'm not good enough as a person and i just keep running away i just keep running away from my truth and from everything and it was a silent battle that no one can notice i read a lot of self-help book hoping that i can find cure hoping to find answers and my faith in god was not even stable at that time uh the trust that i have in god was only in my head but not in my heart plus i have no stable work at that time and i know i know there was an issue in my life but i didn't know how to address it because i was not aware of my issue i was not aware about it and i didn't took the time to assess myself to inner to have an inner assessment of myself i and i didn't look at myself you know i can't even look at myself in the mirror so that's why i can't i can't see the issues within me so since i was not aware of who i am and i want and what i really want so what happened was i was running in circles i i was just running in circle like so it's like i am stuck stuck in my situation because of that and because of that i used to blame others for my situation um i i blame them because i just want maybe to you know it's my coping mechanism it's my coping mechanism so that i won't feel bad too much about myself you know and i keep hurting myself because i was not conscious i was sleeping in my own reality and then one day in my life god took away that person the that person who keeps on giving me answers and giving me a new perspective it came to a point that god has to take that person away from me it's not because like it's because i am being dependent already it's like maybe at that time god wanted wanted me to be independent on my own and i will be able to stand on my own so god took that person away but not by death you know not by death of course so because my that per, that person became my security blanket so <laughs> and that was also the time that i learned how to let go i learned how the process of letting go is and you know when the person is really important to you even if you don't like it you you learn how to do it because you don't want the person will have a hard time because of you and at that time and that's how i learned how to be selfless and by 
2015, I started to pray to God. And I feel thankful to God because He He really tried to, you know, give me signs. 2015, I started to build my my relationship with God. Although it's not that it's not that strong yet, but I would say that God really tried to talk to me. Um, there are times that I would walk on the street and I would see or read somewhere in a magazine or in a wall and there would be something written there that talk to God talk to God like talk to God now and it's like you know it's it's weird because those are just the signs on the wall but it has something it's like trying to give you a message and the more i keep on say, seeing it the keep on reading those things even on my phone there are signs that talk to god talk to god so it's like okay fine just one day i said okay fine i'll talk to god and then i talked to him and as i started to pray suddenly my eye my my tears just you know i started crying when i started to pray and talk to god i started crying i don't know why it's just like my heart is being touched by something powerful that i can't even explain i just you know started crying and I could feel my heart, my emotions, and everything that I felt at that time. I just surrender it and talk to God about everything. All the anger, the disappointment, the frustrations, and everything that I have felt. I just let it out and I just talk to God at that time. And I am just so thankful at that time. I am thankful of that moment. And after that, I feel relief. I feel relief that, you know, somehow it makes me feel better. And yeah, it's not, it's not really good, you know. It's not really a good thing. But I went through that process. And, you know, when God really touch me when god came to my dreams and give me these messages my life started to change it's like i i i said in the early and when before i started this episode it is a dark night of my soul and i realized that when i went through this dark night of the soul I feel like it is my life was dark my life was in a greatest sadness greatest pain and I was at rock bottom it's because God was not in my heart at all God was in my head I recognize God I know God but in my heart I didn't put God there 
So I would say that it's a transform transforming phase of my life and um it was <laughs> I would I as I'm go uh, if I'm going to describe it it is a broken miracle of queen because through that experience although it was unpleasant and a lot of tears but it is really worth it you know it's worth it i have learned a lot so for now i have to end this mumbling about these things and on the next episode i'm going to talk about how did i overcome it and how did i took myself out from the, that depressive situation how i took out myself from you know being in my greatest sadness and how i find the light to my soul okay so i'm going to uh, talk about it on my next episode in my podcast and i hope to see you guys next time there and i hope you enjoy and um i hope you were able to relate somehow and if you have some questions and you have some something to clarify or whatever that is don't hesitate to message me or talk about it we'll talk about it and we'll try to find answers to that you can message me at broken miracle of queen at gmail.com or you can dm me on my instagram it's broken miracle of queen okay and i hope guys you are enjoying and <laughs> i didn't like you know i hope you are not bored about my mumbling time today it's quite long so yeah i won't take too much of your time and so thank you so much for listening to me and i hope to see you on my next um next episode in my in my podcast and so yeah thank you so much and i really appreciate the time that you are here with me so have a great day everyone and thank you so much this is queen and welcome to my talk pad <laughs>